Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. The Theater Guild on the Air. Tonight's play is Paul Osborne's Mornings at Seven, with an all-star cast including Stuart Irwin, Shirley Booth, Aline McMahon, Ralph Morgan, Gina Dare, Howard Smith, Leona Roberts, Will Gear, and Ida Heinemann. And here is Lawrence Langner, co-director with Teresa Helburn of the Theatre Guild, to tell you something about the play and the players. Mr. Langner. Thank you, Norman Brokenshire. Ladies and gentlemen, our play tonight is a gay comedy of family life. We've chosen it for you because we think you'll all be amused by the funny quirks that exist in the Bolton family. No doubt many of you will recognize some of your own cousins, your uncles and your aunts in the family we're going to introduce you to tonight. Our hero is Homer Bolton, a belated Romeo. 38, badgered and bewildered. And what happens when he tries to break loose from his mother's apron strings is the story of our play. Our cast tonight is from the theater's blue book. Stuart Irwin is the baffled Homer. Shirley Booth, the trusting Myrtle. His three aunts are played by Aline McMahon, Gina Dare, and Ida Heinemann. His father and mother by Will Gear and Leona Roberts. And his two wacky uncles by Ralph Morgan and Howard Smith. <laughs> and now, on with the play. This is a story about a 38-year-old boy and how he grew up in one day. It's the story of Homer Bolton and his secret wife, Myrtle, his rather eccentric father and mother, and his numerous aunts and uncles. It's a tale of young love. Ah, deep, dark intrigue. And the skeletons that rattle in every family club. All in the town of Perth Amboy, New Jersey. And it opens in the day coach of a speeding train. Homer. Uh, yes, Myrtle. Don't be nervous. Here, have a gumdrop. Uh, no, thanks. Myrtle. Yes, Homer? I am nervous. I can't help it. I keep thinking. Me too. I keep thinking whether I'm doing the right thing. A man has to assert himself sometime. I'm 38 years old, Myrtle. 
That's old enough to be married, don't you think? Oh, yes, dear. I read about a man who was a grandfather at that age. Still, you don't you don't have to tell him right away. I've waited seven years. I can wait a little longer. No. It's about time my father and mother and everybody met you. A man has to assert himself sometime, Myrtle. A man has to come up to his mother and father and uncles and aunts and say, I want you to meet my wife. We've been married seven years. Is, is that what you're going to tell them? No. It, it wouldn't be right, Myrtle. Sometimes the truth can give pain. You wouldn't want me to give my mother pain, would you? No, dear. Um, they know we're engaged, of course. They just think that after seven years, they ought to meet my intended. <laughs> well, that's no more than fair, Homer. Yeah. I only hope they'll like me. You want a piece of chocolate bar? Uh, no, thanks. But we must be careful not to make any slips. You know, like about Sundays when they thought I was working overtime. Oh, yeah. If they thought I'd been lying, it, it would be too painful to them. I wouldn't like to give my mother pain, Myrtle. You know, she almost died when I was born. It was a very difficult case. She always tells me about it. I know you love your mother, dear. Sure I do. That's why it's been so hard, lying to her, telling her I was working overtime when I came home late. But I remember my obligations, Myrtle. I came home there to sleep every night. Yes, dear, you did. I didn't mind the traveling, even when it rained. Homer, dear, why couldn't you have just said that you met a girl who works in the same office with you in Jersey City and you married her? I just told you, my mother depends on me. Oh. She'd be lost if I wasn't around. If she couldn't buy my neckties and underwear and all. I'd like to buy your underwear sometime. Oh, please. <laughs> Myrtle, this is very embarrassing to me. I'll have a gumdrop, please. Yes. Yeah. Here you are, I've never told you about my father, Myrtle. He's a strange man, not normal like me. He has spells. I mean moods. Moods? Mm -hmm. What kind of moods? No, moods. He thinks he's a failure in life. It, oh. uh, it upsets him sometimes. Oh, well, he can't be such a failure. Not the wonderful man that built our house for when we get married. <laughs> See, I feel so funny saying that when we're really married. Myrtle, quiet. We're not there yet, silly. Oh, gee, I just love that house, Homer, even if I've never seen it. I've told everybody in Jersey City how the garage is right underneath and you don't have to get wet. Mm -hmm. And that garbage disposal in the sink that grinds everything up. Mm -hmm. Oh, Homer, dear, can I see it? Will we, you we take me to... Someday we'll be living in that house, Myrtle. Will we, Homer? Uh -huh. Well, boy, come in the boy. Oh, dear, I'm so nervous. Do, do you want to go over them again, Homer? Myrtle, we've been over them six times. Well, let's see now. Aunt Cora, Aunt Essie, Uncle Thor, Aunt Harriet... Not Harriet, Harry. Oh, dear, Aunt Harry, mm -hmm. Uncle Daniel... David, not Daniel. Hey! David, not Daniel. Harry, not Harriet. Oh, dear, I mustn't forget. And I mustn't forget it. We're not married. No. Oh, dear.
no fence dividing the backyards of the two adjoining houses occupied by Homer's family. An old butternut tree rises in dead center, and under it, safe from the afternoon sun, are some Adirondack chairs and a glider. Just now, they're occupied by Aunt Cora and her husband, Uncle Thor. That is short for Theodore. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm so excited. See, my heart, Thor, is palpitating. Now, control yourself, Cora. Oh, oh, do you suppose the train is late? Oh, dear, maybe you couldn't find a taxi. Now, Cora, you sound just like your sister, Ari, always fluttering around and worrying about everything when she isn't sticking her nose right into it. Cora! Is Homer here yet? Did Myrtle come? Oh, hello, Thor. Good afternoon, Ari. Not yet, dear. They're, they're not here oh, yet. Oh, I said he changed his mind, decided not to bring her. Ari, do you suppose we'll get to meet her? If she comes, that is. Oh, of course. Homer wouldn't bring any girl of his home without introducing her to his aunt, who lives next door. And his uncle. I live there, too, Ari. Now, Starting Thor. pretty early in the day, aren't you, Thor, to tell me I'm not watching? Now, Ari, I didn't mean any such thing. Twenty-five years. I've been living in that house with you and Carla. If you want me to get out, why don't you say? Harry. Now, that's enough. Now, please don't be starting that again. And you too, Thor. Hmm. Carl will be mighty pleased to see his son married and living in that house he built for them. Carl will, but what about Ida? She ought to get rid of that crazy mother love of hers. It was all right when Homer was a baby. Seven years he's been engaged to Myrtle. Oh, I see myself waiting seven years for any man. Harry, you've been waiting all your life for one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, Thor Swanson. I could have had plenty of men if I wanted them. Sure you could, Harry. Don't think I don't see the way men look at me on the street. I know what they're thinking. Sure, Harry. I was only trying... Oh, you're a fine one to talk. Look at you. That button on your coat is hanging by a thread. I wonder your own wife wouldn't take care of you. Oh, now, I sewed that button on this morning, Harry. Well, then you didn't do a very good job of it, I must say. Take it off, Thor. I... I will sew the button on, Harry. But why, dear? If I can do it so much better than you, I don't oh, see why. Oh, Thor, where are you? Sida. Here we are. Oh, Ida. Oh, dear, I've been looking all over for you. What's the matter, Ida? It's Carl. Oh, he's not going to have another spell. No. I, I mean, mood, is he? I don't know. I'm not sure. He's standing there in the middle of the room, and he won't budge. I have to go around him to get to the thing. That's it. That's it, all right. No doubt about it. Now, Ida, why does your husband always have to pick a time like this? Well, don't you see? It's Myrtle. He can't face her. Don't you see? That's the way it always is. Any new person comes into the house that he wants to make an impression of. Oh, they're coming! Oh, dear! Oh, they're just at the front of the house. They're here, Homer and Merle. Oh, dear, I'm so excited. My son's fiancé. Oh, I've got to run. Look, look, look. They're getting out. That's her, that's Merle. My goodness. He's helping her out of the taxi. <gasps> Look, Thor. Goodbye, Judas Priest. He is. Imagine that. Well, he's certainly doing a good job of it. My goodness. Look how he's got hold of her arm. You can't tell me there isn't something going on there. Maybe, maybe we'd better phone Esty. She's his aunt, too, as much as we are. It's only fair. Oh, and she want to meet Myrtle, too. Come on! I'm coming, coming, Thor. So they're going to phone Esty. The four Gibbs sisters all together in one spot. If that ain't enough to bring on one of Carl's spells, I don't know what is. (laughs) 
there in the yard? Here I am, Ida. Well, you come right back here. Just ought to be ashamed. Your only son bringing his fiancée into the house, and you running away. I just met her, Carl. She's a sweet, lovely... They don't want to see me. But they do, Carl. They do. Well, why should anybody want to meet a failure like me? Oh, Carl, you're just giving in to it. Now, stop it. Merciless here. You've got to help entertain her. You're the host, Carl. You just can't uh, have a spell now. I never asked much out of life. Never made many demands. All I wanted to be was just a dentist. Oh, my goodness. Now... Never mind about that now, Carl. That's not so much to ask, just to be a dentist. Charlie Watson went on and became a dentist, but I wasn't up to it. Well, of course you were, Carl. It just didn't work out that way. I had a lofty idea, but I never achieved it. Well, you're just as good as anybody, Carl. Look what a success you made of the contracting business before you retired. I'm a failure, just a failure. Oh, oh goodness, oh. here they are. He's bringing her out here. I guess I'd better be going. Oh, Carl, don't run away. Come back here. Uh, mother. Oh. Hello, Homer and, and Myrtle. Did you find Mr. Bolton yet, Mrs. Bolton? Well, I, I guess he must have gone for a little walk. Oh, dear, and I did so want to meet him. Oh, I love your backyard, Mrs. Bolton. It's just like Homer described it. And what a beautiful maple tree. Butternut, Myrtle. Butternut, I mean. Uh -huh. Butternut. And your sisters live right over there, don't they? Right in the next house. And we all sit out here all the time and talk. Oh, well, I should think you would. It's, it's simply heavenly. I'm glad you like it. Well, I certainly do. It's simply heavenly. It's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice of you to say so. Well, I mean it. I have mosquitoes sometimes, Myrtle. <laughs> yes, there are mosquitoes sometimes. Mm -hmm. How dreadful. But I don't think we've had quite so many this year as usual. Uh, have you noticed that, Homer? Not so many. That's right. <laughs> isn't, isn't it interesting the way those things go? Hmm? You know, one year you'll have a lot of mosquitoes. And the next year, not so many mosquitoes. Or uh, a lot of cat caterpillars one year, and the next year, not so many caterpillars. I wonder why that is. <laughs> well, I don't know why it is. Do you, Homer? No, I don't know why that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'd better be about supper. See you later, Myrtle. Yeah. Oh, I like your mother, Homer. She's nice. She is nice, isn't she? Homer, uh, huh? do, you, do you think your mother likes me? She didn't say anything. I guess so, though. Homer? Uh, yes, Myrtle? You're, you're not mad at me about anything, are you? No. You act so funny here. Hmm? Are you sorry you brought me after all? No, I guess not. Kiss me. Myrtle, they'll see you from inside. Oh, when are you going to take me to see our house, Homer? You know, the one your father built for us when we're married? <laughs> oh, sometimes. It, it wouldn't look right if I took you now. I... Why not? I'm your wife, Sam and I. Shh, don't 
Don't say that. Well, Homer. Yes, Myrtle. <clears throat> where where are you going to sleep tonight? In my room, of course. Where am I going to sleep? In the guest room. Why? I just wondered. I I don't see what that has to do with anything. Oh. Why do you always say, oh, like that? It's just like the way you say it when I leave you in the evening to go home. Oh. I can't understand it. Every time something like that happens, you get a funny look in your eye and you say, oh. Kiss me, Homer. Oh, I can't. My father's walking around out here someplace, and he might see us. Engaged couples kiss? Not in public, they don't. Not in front of a man's own father and mother. Homer, are you sorry you married me? Of course not. That is, no, of course not. Only, only, well, I've seen so little of you. I'm not used to it. I mean, it makes me uncomfortable. Well, I mean, uh... Why, why did you marry me, Homer? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not sorry either. It's only that, well, I'd like to be married to you, Myrtle. But I'd like to be home with my mother, too. <laughs> it's, it's pretty confusing, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'll tell you what, Myrtle. Come back here in the shadow of the tree and I'll kiss you. All right, Homer. <laughs> And then I've got to go in the kitchen and talk to my mother. <laughs> oh, it's you, Homer. Uh, Why didn't you stay out there in the yard with Myrtle? I, I want to talk to you about father. Now, Mother, is he having one of his spells again just when I bring my... Now, Homer. Did he lean his head against the tree and start talking about going back to the fork again? Did he? Answer me, Mother. No, it hadn't got to that. Anyhow, I phoned your Aunt Esther just to be sure. She can handle him better than anybody, and she's coming right over. Mm, She'd better hurry. Imagine me bringing Myrtle home for the first time and him talking about going back to the fork. Well, he didn't. It was one of those dentist spells this time. Oh. Speaking of Myrtle, I think she's just as nice as she can be. Well, I, I wish you wouldn't leave me alone with her all the time. It's embarrassing. I don't know what to say to her. Well, what do you say to her when you visit her in Jersey City? Well, that's different. We don't talk much. <laughs> You ought to get married. Mother. I mean it. But, Mother, I I like living here at home with you. Mother, I... But what about the house your father built, especially for you, for when you get married to Myrtle? He expected you to move in seven years ago. Uh, I don't know that I want that house. And and Myrtle gets so personal sometimes, Mother. Mother. What do you mean? Oh, she wants to know all sorts of things. Today, she said she'd like to buy my underwear for me. That does sound rather funny. (laughs) Of course, after you're married, she'll be buying your underwear. All wives do. Do they? 
Well, you know, there's, there's something awfully nice about Myrtle, though. Of course there is. She's awfully good-hearted, and, and she does nice little things for you all the time. Does she? She's awfully lonesome down there in Jersey City, too. Mother, if I was to live with Myrtle, do you think I'd get used to it? Live with her? Why, Homer? Oh, I mean marry her, of course, Mother. <laughs> Would I get used to it? Oh, now, Mother, what's the matter? Mother, no. you're crying. Well, I never thought of that. <laughs> I never thought that, that she'd be buying your underwear. <laughs> there, you see. I knew you didn't really want me to marry her. But I do. It would make me so happy. So happy. <laughs> You, Esty. I'm, thank goodness you've come. Well, hello, Cora. It's Carl again, Esty. Yes, I know. Ida phoned me, too. Is it a bad one this time? Oh, not too bad. Just one of his dentist spells. Mm -hmm. First comes the dentist, and then the where am I, and then the fork in the road. Now, Esty, Carl's not going to have a where am I spell. Well, what I want to know is, what kind of a girl is Myrtle? Hmm? I see. You may be the smartest of our four sisters, but you're wrong this time. She's really nice. Is she? <laughs> well, I can't help it. Somehow the idea of Homer's having a girl. <laughs> oh, my goodness, I haven't laughed so much for a long time. <laughs> That's right. How is your husband, the famous college professor? Oh, Cora, now you know David made me promise never to come here again without his permission. The beast. And your own sisters, you didn't promise. Well, I had to. He said if he ever caught me over here wasting my time with you morons. <gasps> that's what he calls you, morons. <laughs> I'd have to live upstairs on the second floor. Mm -hmm. Stay there for the rest of my life. <laughs> I snuck out. <laughs> live on the second floor in your own house. Yeah, and he'd live downstairs. Esty, he's trying to scare you. David's just jealous. Isn't it terrible? <laughs> Esty, you know, sometimes I think I understand, David. Why, Cora. Yes, I do. It must be nice to be all alone with the person you live with. Why, Cora, what are you talking about? I don't want Erie to hear this. Let's go out in the backyard. Oh, all right, Cora. Now, tell me what this is all about. Esty. You suppose Homer will marry Myrtle? Well, I don't know, dear. Why? Because if he doesn't, Carl has promised to let me have the house on Sycamore oh. Drive that he built for them. Well, what do you want with that house, Cora? I want to live in it. I want for Paul and me to live in it all by ourselves. Mary can have my house. Oh. She can have everything that's in it. I see. Well, when is Carl going to let you know? Well, if Homer doesn't set an actual date with Myrtle while she's here... Well, Carl says they'll never marry at all, and I can have the house. Who's that? Oh, it's Carl. Uh, look, Cora, you go inside and get Myrtle. Bring her out here to meet Carl. Otherwise, he'll never go into supper. All right, Esty. Mm -hmm. Oh, why, hello, Carl. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, who's that? It's me, oh. Esty. <laughs> you glad to see me, Carl? I'm always glad to see you, Esty. How's David? David's fine. Glad to hear. Wonderful man, your husband. Wonderful man. <laughs> Even if he does think we're all morons. 
Is he still teaching? Oh, no, he quit. He thought the president of the college was a moron, too. Uh, Myrtle's here, Essie. Oh, yes, I know. Let's go in and meet her, Carl. No, 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 not just yet. Just let's wait a minute. Back here, I sort of had one of my old spells come on, Essie. I'm all right now, though. I'm fine. Great shape. <laughs> uh, it's just, just, uh, just... I'm not a stupid man, no, Essie. I know you're not, Carl. I'm not an educated man like David, but I'm not a stupid well, of one. of course you're not. Then where am I, Essie? Where am I? Now, Carl! That's what I say. Where am I in life? I'm caught, Now, now, now listen to me, Carl. Listen. Now, you don't think you're the only one who feels this way about things, do you? Well, I don't know, Essie. Well, I think lots of people feel the same way you do. Only they don't go around having spells about it. But I'm... Now, just think of all that Cora's been through. Never having a home of her own. Airy living with her and Thor all the time. And Thor, now, what about him? Did Cora tell you about the house on Sycamore Drive, uh, Homer's house? Yes, yes, she said you might rent it to her. Should I, Essie? Well, why not, if Homer isn't going to use it? Now, Essie, Homer ought to marry that girl. He ought to leave this house, get out on his own, and it's bad for him here, Well, Essie. now, that's up to Homer, isn't it, Carl? Yes, I guess it is, Essie, I always feel better talking to you. You're the smartest of all the sisters. Oh, well, that's very nice. What? Why, if it isn't Homer and... Uh, Aunt Essie, and... Uh, this is Myrtle Brown. She's my fiancé. Why, how do you do, Myrtle? I'm very pleased to make your acquaintance, Aunt Essie. Well, now, well, now. My, you're pretty. Well, you really are. Why, well... Oh, that is, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Myrtle, uh, this is my father. Father, this is Myrtle. Oh, I I'm very pleased to make your acquaintance, Mr. Bolton. <laughs> well, so you're going to be my daughter-in-law. Well, 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 what do you know about that? <laughs> Say, you are pretty. Darn pretty. <laughs> well, what are we waiting for? Uh, take my arm, Myrtle. We're going into supper. <laughs> finally met Homer's rather unusual family. All that is, except Uncle David and Essie's husband. He hasn't appeared yet. Things have gone with unexpected smoothness so far, but the evening is young yet. Right now, they're all seated at the dining room table. The cold cuts and potato salad and chow chow have been honorably disposed of. So has the apple pie on the moment. Everybody have enough ice cream? Oh, about you, Myrtle. Oh, no, thank you, Mrs. Bowden. Oh, it was a lovely supper. Homer? Carl? More ice cream? No, thanks, Mother. My mother is a swell cook, isn't she? She certainly is. Wasn't the apple pie wonderful? It was wonderful. Perfect. Well, now, if you'll excuse me, everybody, I've got to leave now. Oh, Essie, must oh, you? Oh, David will be simply furious. He'll skin the hide off me. That's what he'll do. Essie, does he strike you? Oh, no, of course not. He just draws himself up to his full height and looks down at me, and then he talks. <laughs> Goodness, how he talks. What's he say, Essie? <laughs> well, it isn't what he says so much. It's just... Well, it's the way he says it. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Ida, for a lovely supper. 
Oh, Myrtle, I was very pleased to have met you. Likewise, I'm sure. Sneak <laughs> out again, Esty, and come and see us. And if David says anything, you just tell him. Goodness me, who can that be, I wonder? Will any one of you congenital idiots inside kindly open this door? David, my goodness, it's David. Esty's him. Esty's not here, David. She's not here. Go out and tell him, Carl. He'll believe you. Open this door. I demand admittance. Go on, Carl. I will not tell a lie to my friend. Run away and hide. Must I smash the lock? No, David, don't. Must I have recourse to the obsolescent approach of the primeval gorilla? David, don't. I'll open it. Well, good evening, my dear relatives. By marriage. Esther, my wife, is David, it not? what are you doing here? I was just coming home. I really was. See, Myrtle is here, you see. I, I just ran down She's to... only been here. Mm -hmm. Now, Ida's right. See, she phoned me that Carl was having a spell. That's and... true, David. I had a spell. But, but I'm all ready to go now. Oh, come on, dear. We'll... Oh, what are you staring at? Why are you looking at us all that way? And God created man in his own image. Male and female created he them. I'll never be able to understand it. Good evening, Carl. Good evening, David. Cora, Araneta, Ida, Thor, Homer. Have I missed anyone? Uh, Uncle David, uh, I'd like to present my intended, Myrtle Brown. Really? And what is it you intend, Homer? <laughs> oh, never mind. Good evening, Myrtle Brown. Good evening. I'm very pleased to make your acquaintance, I'm sure. Are you? Why, I wonder. Oh, never mind. Well, well, here we are all together again. Our own little circle. I must say, you all seem very much the same. Well, that's, uh, that's very nice of you, David. Yes, you're all just about the same. A little older, perhaps. But I can still see the same bright, intelligent expressions on your faces that I remember so vividly. Well, has no one anything to say? A conversational gambit, an opening wage, perhaps? It's a nice weather we're having, isn't it? Thank you, Myrtle. And now, before I leave you, there is just one thing more. You have all visited at my house. Not in recent years, thank goodness. But you have been there. Well, now, since Esther has decided it'll be better for us to live apart from David, each other... David, I decided no such thing. From now on, I will be living on the lower floor. Oh, goodness. Esther, on the second... I shall have a new kitchen installed off my study. That we need not jostle each other. What do you mean, Esther? David, you couldn't. What do you mean? Silence. Thank you. Esther is a free agent now. She has a perfect right to have anyone she wishes visit her. Doubtless, she will be there a great deal. Now, none of you will come into the lower floor where I shall reside, of course. But may I suggest that as you pass through the entry hall and on up the stairs, you'll be as silent as possible.
you. But, David, you don't really mean it. That was our understanding, was it not, Esther? It seems so to me. But, David, these are my sisters. Now, they're all I have. I've got to have something in my life. And now you have your sisters. Who am I to deprive you of that? That's what I say. Who are you? I don't care. I have any right to teach you like that. I don't think so either. David, dear, we don't do any harm. We just talk. I have a good time with my sisters. I don't care how ignorant they are. Of course she doesn't. Give it to We're behind I want to be able to come down here any time I want to. That's and I don't it. want to live on the second floor either. Silence. Silence, if you please. Thank you. Good night, Ida. Well. Theodore, Cora, Araneta. Good night, David. Good night, Homer. Good night, Carl. Good night, David. Good night, Myrtle. Good night. I'm, I'm delighted to have made your acquaintance. You won't any of you forget my little reminder, will you? About being quiet when you visit Esther. You know, of course, how much you all depress me. Yes? Well, good night, then. Why, Judas Priest, David can be awful nice when he wants to be. If you want my opinion, David's an old fool. David's no fool. He is, Carl. He's nothing but an old fool. I said David's no fool. Why, Carl, whatever's the matter with Ida? Is he all right? David lives straight ahead the way he was meant to. Carl. David knows where he is. He didn't branch off. Carl, now stop that. Stop this instant. Esty. Carl, please, now. It's Esty. David thought it all out way back there at the crossroads. Then he went straight ahead. Oh, Carl, please. It's either your wife. Please don't have a spell. Not now. He lived his life just the way he planned it, but I branched off. Oh, don't, Carl. <laughs> Homer. Here I am, Mother. Now, Father, you listen. Don't you see? I took the wrong turn. I got lost. Now, get hold of yourself, Father. You wouldn't want murder. I got lost, and I've got to go back to the farm. Oh, Carl, Carl. <laughs> Don't say that. Now, Father, stop it. I've got to take the other way. Father. I've got to go back to the farm. Oh, don't say that, Carl. Don't Father, stop it. You're hurting my mother. Now, you stop I've it. I've got to go back. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, I didn't mean... I just mean that I got to go back to the fork. <laughs> I've got to go the other way, that's all. I'll sit down now. Oh, Carl. Oh, never mind, Mother. Oh, oh my dear. It came so quick. I knew it would. I knew he was working up to it. Going back to the fork. Going back to the fork. I never did know what that means. Oh, that's all right, Mother. I'll be here. I won't ever leave you, Mother. Never. As long as I live, I'll never leave Homer, you. Homer, are you forgetting Myrtle? Who? Oh, oh, Myrtle? Well, uh, gee, Aunt Estee, it's confusing. That's what it is. Oh, that's all right, Homer. That's all right. Don't worry about me. <laughs> don't, don't worry about... <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> Come with me, Mother. I'll take you to your room. Don't you worry. I'll take care of you. There, there, Mother. There, there. Well, well, indeed. He ought to be ashamed of himself. Esty. Yes, Cora? <clears throat> Esty. Homer will never marry Myrtle now, will he? I don't think so, Cora. Well, it's been a long day. Yes, I'll go to bed. Me too. You can 
sleep in the spare room next to mine, Esther. Oh, can't she, Harry? Why not? It's empty. If you'd rather I didn't, Cora. Oh, no, Esther. Oh, I'd love to have you stay in my house. It is my house, you know, even if I have so little to say about Cora, it. Cora, I'll leave your house. I'll never set foot in it again. Harry. Esther, dear, would you like to well, sleep in the spare room? Well, thank you, Cora. I, I didn't mean to cause any trouble. Oh, no trouble. No trouble at all. Good night, dear. Good night, Thor. Cora, how dare you? You insulted me. Good night, Harry. Aren't you coming to bed, Cora? No, I'll just sit here for a while with Carl until he feels better. Good night. Carl. Uh, Carl, do you feel better now? I'm all right now. That was a bad spell you had tonight, wasn't it? Pretty bad. Carl. Yes, Cora. Did you hear what Homer said? No, I guess I didn't. I guess I wasn't listening very hard. Homer just as good as said he'd never leave his mother, that he wouldn't marry Myrtle. He did. Oh, too bad. Mm, too bad. Mm. Carl. Yes, Cora? Since Homer isn't going to marry Myrtle, can I rent the house you built for them on Sycamore Drive? Why, do you want it so bad, Cora? Carl, have you ever lived with a third person in the house, a relative? Have you ever had this third person take over the whole place like it was her own? That it gets so she's jealous of every minute you spend alone with your own husband? That's what I've had, Carl. Ever since I've been married, I've, I've had it. Lord knows I. I, I like Carrie. I love her, and she's my sister, I know, and, and I'm sorry for her. Sorry she's an old maid, but... But, Carl, I, I can't stand it anymore. I, I can't stand it, I tell you what. I didn't know it was as bad as that, Cora. I, I never would have asked you, dear, to let me have the house if I didn't know that Homer and Myrtle won't be living in it. Well, how will that help if I rent you Homer's house, Cora? Oh, don't you see, Carl? Then Sora and I will move into it, and Eric can have the old one. I'll give her the house and everything in it. I'll make a present of it, and she can have everything. All I want is to be left alone with my husband in my house. <laughs> Cora, you can have the house. back in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. It's the morning after a rather disastrous night. Homer's father has had one of his worst spells, I beg your pardon, moods. Homer has indicated he would never leave his mother to live with Myrtle, a wife he's been secretly married to for seven years. And worst of all, his house, his and Myrtle's, their dream home of the future, has been taken away and rented to Aunt Cora. Yes, it's the morning after. Out in the backyard, the birds are feeling very gay indeed. But not Homer. Well, not at all. Oh, there you are, Homer. Yes, Mother, here I am. Oh, Homer, I'm terribly sorry about your house. Really, I am. I don't want to talk about it, Mother. I, I've got to think. Do you feel awfully bad? How do you think I feel? But, Homer, last night you said you weren't even sure you wanted it. Mother, that was my house, Myrtle's and mine. 
Father built it for us. Yes, it was, Homer, but... And now it's not my house anymore. Now Myrtle and I haven't got a house anymore. I don't suppose Carl thought you'd care since... Since you and Myrtle aren't going to use it. We could go up and look at it, couldn't we? We could talk about it to each other, couldn't we? Now what are we going to talk about? Oh, dear, I'd do anything to get it back for you. Oh, what I'm going to say to Myrtle when she gets up, I don't know. It'll just about break her heart. She's told all her friends in Jersey City about her beautiful home. Well, now she hasn't got one anymore. We just took it away from her. Pretty small business, I must say. Invite a girl to stay overnight and then take her home away from her when she's asleep. Pretty small business. I don't know what the world's coming to. Well, I'll talk to Carl about it, dear, as soon as I can. He's inside with David drawing up plans about a new kitchen. What's it all about? That's what I ask myself. What's what all about? All of it. Why hasn't Myrtle a home of her own? What's it all about that I'm 38 years old and still living here? Why haven't I got a home of my own? But living here with us is what you always wanted, dear. Why have I wanted it? I'm a man. Of course, Homer. Then what's it all about? Myrtle cried half the night last night. I heard her. And while she's crying her eyes out, they take our beautiful home away from us. Oh, I'm so sorry, Homer. I've got to think these things out. That's what I've got to do. I've got to think these things out. Oh, my poor boy, my poor dear. Go away, Mother. What? I said go away. I've got to think these things out. Oh, Homer. <laughs> Is it? Oh, my. You can feel the sun on you as warm as toast. I thought maybe you'd like to take a little walk. A uh, walk? Yeah, that, that's the first thing I thought of when I woke up this morning. I thought, Homer and I'll take a nice walk till train time. Maybe maybe we'll even go up and look at our new house, Stephen. Huh? Oh, well, uh... Of course, if you don't want to. It, it, it's just that I didn't sleep so well. I don't feel like walking. Oh, what a shame. I thought about things all night. Now, don't you feel bad about anything, Homer. I've thought it all out. I see just what you mean about not wanting to leave your mother. I think it's very nice of you, dear. We could go on just the way we have been. Evenings and Sunday afternoons. Well, it's not that, Myrtle. It's something else. What? It's about our house. Oh, nothing's happened to it, Homer. It hasn't burned down or anything. No, it's all right. Oh, my goodness, you scared me. You shouldn't say things like that. It's just that it isn't our house anymore. Our house isn't our house anymore. My father just rented it to Aunt Cora. Our house? Uh Uh-huh. I guess after what I said last night, he thought we weren't going to be using it. Oh, Gee, Myrtle, I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. Of course it's all right. It wasn't our house, was it? Not really. It was your father's. You, you couldn't expect him just to keep it empty and until seven years. 
you couldn't expect. I'll build you one myself, Myrtle. I'll build you a house that'll make that house look like a garage. And I never even saw it. Myrtle, I ought to have told them we were married a long time ago. I ought to have done it. Why didn't you, Homer? I got caught. Somehow or other, I got caught, like in a trap. Yes, your mother. She always depended on you. You've told me that often. I'm awfully fond of you, Myrtle. Are you, Homer? I'm fonder of you than anything I can think of. I think you're wonderful. Thank you, dear. I'm not going to let them get away with it. I'm not going to let them get away with it, do you hear? Why, Homer? We're going to get our house back, that's what. Aunt Cora's going to give it back to me. I'll make her. I'll tell them all about us, how we're married and all. I'll tell them everything. Now, now, Homer, you mustn't. What would your mother think if she found out you'd been lying to her for seven years? No. Myrtle, I'm 38 years old. I'm a man. I've got brains. I've always thought you were very intelligent, Homer. I'll think something up, some scheme, and then I'll spring it on Aunt Cora. No, Uncle Thor. She's crazy about him, and she'll do whatever he says. We'll get her home back all right, all right. Come on, Myrtle. Yeah? No, no, not, not that way. Not through the house. Why not? Oh, my father and Uncle David are in the kitchen. Now, come on, Myrtle. Now, don't talk to me. I've got to think. I've got to think. This is the crisis. David. Yes, Carl? Of course, it's just a supposition, David. That's right, Carl. Just a supposition. <laughs> now, let us suppose that right now, at this moment, you are a dentist. Let's assume that. All right, David, all right. This kitchen is your office. You've got all your instruments, your chair, your tools. X-ray machine. X-ray machine, everything. And you're working on a patient. He's sitting there in the chair. And his mouth is wide open. I've got the little mirror in my hand. You've got the little mirror in your hand. And suddenly, you know what you're going to say to yourself. What? Where am I? What am I doing here? I'm caught. Just as you do now. And how are you going to answer yourself? You can't say, where am I? I'm a dentist. What am I? Yes. But that's not what you ask yourself, Carl. You ask yourself, where am I? Where am I in life? What's the meaning of it? And it's a very natural question, Carl. It's a question that a man like you must inevitably ask himself. But the answer, David, what's the answer? Ah, that's another thing. That's what we must find out. Oh, good morning, yes, sir, my wife. Good morning, Ida. Carl, where are you going with that bag of tools? I'm going back with David, Ida. Help him put in a new kitchen downstairs off his study so he won't have to jostle Essex. You're coming back for lunch, aren't you? Well, I don't know as I can say. You see, David's been explaining things to me about where I am and all. Maybe I'll stay up there with him a few days and find out. Now, what have you been telling him, David? Nothing, yes, sir, nothing. We have been discussing the subdominance of the ego. We are achieving a very interesting thesis. Carl? Yes, I do. Carl, I've always been a good wife to you. I... I've always been faithful and 
Betsy, they're going to leave us. Well, let them. For heaven's sake, let them go and find out where they are once and for all. <laughs> I said it. If they get to be as old as they are without knowing, the Lord knows it's high time for them to find out. You see, Carl, as I was saying, there are some people who never ask themselves the question, where am I? There are some people who don't have to. I know where I am. I'm on the second floor. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, I'm beginning to like the idea pretty well. Good morning, everybody. Oh, good morning, Thor. Why, David, how nice of you to answer me. My dear brother-in-law by marriage. My greeting was not in the form of a salutation, but rather one of farewell. Perhaps my meaning would be more explicit were I to say, I bid you good morning. Come along, Carl. Well, well now. That David is a wonderful man, Esty. Those big words he uses. <laughs> I can listen to him all day. Ida, let's go out in the yard and get some sun. You coming for? No, thanks. I'm waiting for Cora. She went down to have the gas turned on at Homer's house. See you later. That David. Perhaps my meaning would be more... I bid you good morning. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Thor. Oh, hello, Homer. I've got to talk to you, Uncle Thor. It's urgent. Well, go ahead, Homer. It's about my house. I've got to have it back. You see, I'd like to marry Myrtle. By Judas Priest. Good for you, Homer. It's about time. You see, I I've got to have it back. Well, Lord knows I don't want to live there. But you'll have to talk to your Aunt Cora. Well, then there's another reason. Good. Tell it to your Aunt Cora. No, I... I can't tell this to a woman. What? Uh, it's... It's about Myrtle. She's, uh... She's going to have a baby. What? Uh-huh. Uh... A, a baby? Uh-huh. You... You mean, uh... You and she? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, for God's sake. <laughs> well... Well, what the heck do you know about that? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be double done. <laughs> here, here. Uh, let me look at you. Well. 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 <laughs> well, well. What the heck do you know about that? <laughs> well, I bet he's a pretty good one. <laughs> By Judas Priest, Homer, I didn't think you had it in you. <laughs> Certainly had your old uncle fall food. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things, you know. Sure, sure. <laughs> but don't really know how it happened. Kind of lose your head sometimes. <laughs> back my house now. Can you have it back? Can you have it back? <laughs> By Judas Priest, I'd like to see somebody stop you. <laughs> Cora, are you sure? Of course I'm sure, Esty. Uh -huh. 
Home Patrol saw himself. <laughs> For goodness sake. Hey, I gave him his house back. Oh, well, I give up. I've seen a lot of things in my time, Cora. First the telephone. Now everybody said it wouldn't work. Now, Homer. <laughs> For a minute, Homer and Myrtle would like to say goodbye. Yes, we're leaving now. Bags all packed and everything. Homer, where are you going? On our honeymoon. Aren't we, Myrtle? Yes, dear. <laughs> and Aunt Cora, it was just lovely. Just lovely of you to give us our house back. I want you to know that we think it was just lovely. Don't we, Homer? We certainly do. Oh, well, you're both very welcome, I'm sure. Mother Bolton, Aunt Cora, and Ari... And Esty, Uncle Thor, I just want to say that I think you're all the nicest people I've ever met. I've never met so many nice people before. I just feel like crying. Oh, dear, if Carl were here. Who's calling me? Who is it wants me to be someplace? Why, Carl. And David. Yes, Esther, my wife, we have returned. So soon? Yes, my dear. We have learned that we cannot build a kitchen off my study. A matter of plumbing, Esther. David, I could have told you there aren't any pipes in that part of the house. Yes, my dear. You were always the practical one. <laughs> oh, Myrtle, I see you're leaving. Yes, Uncle David. Isn't it wonderful? Wonderful. Wonderful. I never stay here a minute longer than I have to, my dear. Carl. They're going on their honeymoon, Myrtle and Homer. Already? What's the rush? Don't they have to get married first? Oh, well, we'll, we'll attend to that when we get up there, where we're going. <laughs> well, what's all the rush? What, what's all the rush? Well, well, they're in a hurry, dear. You see, huh? that is, you see, well, uh, Myrtle and Homer, they... Uh, huh? Well, come here and I'll whisper it to you. Hmm? Huh? What? Oh, well, I'll... Oh, 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 what do you know about... You mean our Homer? <laughs> she certainly does. Well, I'll be... Ida. Ida. Yes, Carl? Where am oh. I? I guess I was pretty good thinking up that yarn about, well, about you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it was a wonderful idea, Holmes. Uh, I'm getting kind of nervous, though. Myrtle, what's going to happen, you know, after a while? What do you mean, dear? Well, won't they be expecting? That is, after all, I did tell them that... Uh... Oh, oh, you mean the baby? Yes. Oh, well, I wouldn't worry about that, dear. Huh? You see, I... That is, we... Yes, go on. We are going to have... That is... Well, we just are. 
You mean... You mean that... Yes. I didn't tell you before because I thought it might make you kind of nervous. Well, what do you... Well, what do you know about that? Well, by Judas Priest, what do you know? <laughs> Mornings at 7, starring Stuart Irwin, Shirley Booth, Aline McMahon, Ralph Morgan, Gina Dare, Howard Smith, Leona Roberts, Will Gear, and Ida Heinemann. And now, in the few moments of broadcast time which remain, we present the Theatre Guild Orchestra and a medley from Carousel. <laughs> For joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.